0: There it is ladies and gents we're ready to rock and roll a tactical way of life we get to meet two people who are just kicking some ass in this game i'm ready to rock and roll i want to learn all there is to know about that way of life here we go let's do this shut up and sit down the business bros podcast was created for you business bros all right gentlemen uh i want to jump into this right away first of all thank you for being on the podcast really appreciate you guys taking the time and hopping on here um i always love to start off with the uh what do you do so what do you do let's start with the first one uh let's, let's just go first of all with names right so what do you what's your name what do you do
1: I'm Marshall Terran I'm the CEO and uh, chairman of Elevated Ventures. Uh, I own a holding company that is, participates in a couple of different uh, brands and industries. For example, one of our bigger companies is Breathe Oxygen Bars. We have six locations in Las Vegas and three in Orlando. Uh, we have a a uh, ropes course a, called Climb Vegas on the Las Vegas Strip. Uh, we also engage in uh, percussion guns and muscle simulator unit products uh, wholesale and retail via trade shows
0: oh, Wait, hold on so you're saying if i go to vegas yep. i can have a good time hit up some oxygen bars so i can get my energy back yep. and then we can go climb vegas again absolutely <laughs> dude, <laughs> yeah. you, you, that's living life by design dude all right uh, okay so first of all how did you get into that? Like, what what, what was the first venture that kind of went in that direction? And why are you in, why Vegas?
1: Okay, so I started off uh, doing mall kiosks. So it was a very uh, easy starting point, uh, very low cost to get involved in. I eventually went from mall kiosks to, and the wholesale side of, of products that is then distributed to other mall kiosks, which then led me down the road of, supplying uh the auction of our company from there the owners or the previous owners about uh a few years back had a heart attack that he survived from but it kind of spooked him into retirement um so between me and a couple other people you know made offers and i ended up uh being able to close the deal and buying the company from them uh, for that one and then the ropes course came purely because the previous operators of the course were not happy with the uh, conditions on the Las Vegas Strip. Their experience was more on like arcades and more kid friendly. And that course was right in front of one of our breathe stores. So they wanted out, and the landlord approached me and said, "Hey, um, we know you like to you, you like to have your hands in a lot of things. Would you ever entertain uh, going into uh, the amusements or, or the ropes course?" So I ended up taking over the lease from them. Uh, about uh, actually right when we re- right when Vegas reopened after COVID is when I took that over.
0: So you didn't, like, have these handed to you. You didn't have uh, something from family give you a business. You started from scratch. Like, you you came in with nothing, right? Correct. That's one hell of a story, dude. Like, the the grind to be able to do that, I mean, to work yourself up from, like, just doing the kiosk thing to becoming, like, full-on retail, like – that's, that's not an easy process. We're going to come back to you in a second and figure out why you, got, why you even continue to do that. Let's jump into uh, our other guests.
2: So who are you? What do you do? Yeah, I'm Justin Myers, I'm the founder of Signs by Veterans, um, known around the sign industry uh, pretty well as 2021 Young Sign Maker by Sign Builder Illustrated. And uh, built a uh, national side business from uh, from literally a dollar 78 my account to ended up now. I'm partnered up with Marshall, and we're going after uh, eight eight to nine figures.
0: dollar okay, so it reminds me of The Rock. You know, The Rock has a seven bucks company, same yeah. a very similar story. Like, he gets he comes, he's gonna get picked up after his major failure of not being able to get into the NFL, reaches in his pocket, six dollars and change. and Now, you got seven bucks. Like how important was it for you to look in your pocket and realize how much money you had and still keep going? Because you guys are veterans, right? So like there's so many things that happen to veterans once they go back to the civilian life where they're not able to push forward. How can you push forward starting off with like a couple bucks in your pocket?
2: Uh, just determination and discipline, man. Um, you know, I, I, knew, <clears throat> I knew I needed to get out and, and sell and create solutions to people. Uh, so that's what I focused on, man. I started, uh, like I said, with nothing, didn't even have a business license or plan. And I hit the phones and, uh, you know, started creating deals and it just grew uh, grew from there. And organically over, over, you know, the last four years, um, you know, we've, we've gotten major, major traction across the entire industry. All right,
0: let's jump into the whys. Uh, I'm going to start off with Marshall. Marshall, like, wh- why when you have no motivation during the day why when things are stacked up against you why do you do what you do why are you doing this because i want to know
1: why (laughs) uh very good question i think the why evolves and changes over the years to be honest with you i know when i first started um i was just extremely hungry i knew that i wanted to be successful i knew that i wanted to create passive income streams um, and now that I've gotten to that point where I don't know if you follow Robert Kiyosaki, but I've kind of ascended into that I quadrant or the investor quadrant. Um, now my why is more focused on helping people, um, especially the veteran community, and not really not just veterans, but anybody that uh, I think has a good heart or has a good character, but maybe they don't look the best on paper if, if they're just applying for a job like uh, on their resume. Like we all know what it feels like to to know that you have what it takes, but you just don't maybe look the best on on paper compared to other people.
0: That's that's like the entrepreneurial nightmare, isn't it? Like, dude, I got this great concept. I got this great idea and I just need a little bit of funding or I just need a little bit of commercial space or I just need to find the right partner. Like we all fall into that. I just need a little help. How are you vetting people to be that person that you're going to say, you know, I'm going to plant my flag here and this is who I'm going to back.
1: Oh uh, no! It's a very good question. So the first of all, you don't get it right every time, right? Uh, For sure. I don't let that deter me from what my beliefs are. Um, and with that said, I, it really goes off of some gut feelings. The reputation is big, right? That's why you're keeping your reputation so important. Um, and really, just uh, taking some chances, I think. I, and and to, to actually to clarify, uh-huh. not every opportunity or or person that i might work with that needs help is going to have the same opportunity as another person that needs help it's really going to be based on the risk factor of, of my confidence like I'll, I'll help anybody if it's low risk right but if if someone needs something that's that involves way more risk of course i'm going to be a lot stricter or tighter in
0: in, in qualifications that i look for but well, Some of the biggest risks we take is partnering up with people because there's always going to be people who are interested in partnering up and put in work, but not always the people who are going to put in the same type of work or the same type of hours or the same type of dedication that you might be willing to put up. So, Marshall, how would you guys end up partnering up and deciding that, yeah, this is somebody who's who I got their back, they got my back?
2: Um, you know, I, I've known Marshall for several years, um, you know, and, and I knew, I knew Marshall's character. I knew his skill levels and I knew what he's been able to accomplish from nothing. Um, Marshall actually started as a client, um, back when I was the VP of the Sign chef.com and our relationships evolved over the years. And, uh, you know, when I, when I got to that point where it was time, know that i needed help and i needed you know to grow and and i needed some uh some guidance in some areas because i don't know it all uh marshall's the one i called first you know and uh i i asked him you know i was very upfront with where we were at and what we were doing and where we were going um and he's known me and my reputation in the industry for several years so uh it just worked out you know very well for the both of us so
0: you guys are in business together, you're doing some great things. Obviously, when you're in business, it's because you're solving a problem that other people need help. They're willing to pay for that problem. So my question is...
2: Hey, we've got a problem here. What problem are you guys solving? That's a good one. That's a good <laughs> question. Um, so there, there's, between us, there, there's several problems that we solve, you know, within, the, within all the businesses. Um, on the sign side, uh, we saw the ability for for customers uh, to have a a one-stop shop to handle all of their signage on a national level, right? Like T-Mobile, Starbucks. I mean, they have 40,000 locations. Not every sign company can go in and do their work, mm-hmm. right? They need somebody that that one is experienced that can maintain the quality. They have the manufacturing capabilities. They have the installation capabilities. You know, so for us, it's about being able to solve the problems that they're facing with their current vendors um, and do it at a higher level with the veteran community uh, as a primary forefront of our workforce. And the mission that we're in um, is, is a large part of it. Uh, the problem we're solving is is the purpose of veterans and, and reinstilling that with them outside of service by working with these major corporate companies all over the country and their small businesses within their community.
0: Well, how about you, Marshall? What, what's your take on it, man? You, you're solving problems together. You're making it happen for a lot of veterans, which is life changing uh, in and of itself. When you put them to work, uh, you know. What? Where do you see yourself falling in, in in solving the problems? So, really, at my
1: what I focus on 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 my level is my problem solving is making sure that. Uh, a, hey, there's ample opportunities that there's uh, everything's ran smoothly, health that we're healthy financially. And I'm a big, big proponent of proper systems. Uh, systems are everything, it's a big, big reason why you can scale um, and do so much with so little. Um, so, it'd be you'd be, I'd be surprised on how many very solid people are just working way too hard and not smarter. If that makes mm-hmm. sense.
0: totally makes sense and it's funny the the dynamic duo that you guys have i see that kind of partnership uh a lot in the insurance industry uh or in my insurance agency that was james's role like he's the systems guy he takes every idea that i have some grand scheme and he's like that's great but we got to do x y z you know in this proper order and then and then the the idea comes to fruition right So I feel like you guys are the same way. We got mission driven. This is the goal. And then we got uh, everybody else in the background going, okay, cool. If that's the goal, we got to do this. We got to do this. We got to do this. Um, The whole idea here is you're going to acquire customers and you're going to solve those problems. How are you acquiring customers? Customer acquisition, baby. Who, Who are you after?
2: Um, so we, we focus at times by veterans, uh, on corporate accounts, uh, major fortune 500s. I've worked with, uh, Amazon, Exxon, Shell, Valero, BP, old Navy. I mean, I could keep going forever. Um, but for us, it's, it's, I've gotten a lot of referrals, uh, because of the industry reputation that I've built, the accolades that I've, I've been awarded over my career. Um, so a lot of stuff is, it comes to us, um there is direct uh marketing via linkedin and social platforms as well um you know that's definitely a good inbox tool to get into corporate entities uh especially if you've built a reputation and they can google you and and see what your results have been for who you've done it for um you know and obviously google is, is a major major component of being able to acquire clients you know because people are directly looking for those problems. They're searching their problems and the results are providing who can solve those problems, right? And being on the first page of Google definitely helps.
0: But I imagine, it's got to be more than just that, right? I mean, d- never discount, in my opinion, never discount the fact that referrals are coming your way because that's a that's work that you've already put in. It means that you've done quality work for somebody. Your customers have had great experiences. When they are, are around other people who are having similar problems, your name comes up because of the quality work that you've put in, right? So, you know, I, I guess, you know, what I'm trying to say here is you have this list of people that you've already worked with, big name corporations, right? If the listener who's out there listening to this right now says, man, I want to aspire to be that one day where my referrals are coming in from big name corporations like that. Like, what are some of those steps that they can do to get there? Like, what is it that you did to get yourself in a position where you're having conversations with the decision makers? um you know one one thing that
2: i found helped really well is uh is getting the reviews and the testimonials from your clients Mm. um and then you leverage those and use the power of association in the conversations with the executives right so when i approach them i'm not coming at them of hey i i want to be your sign guy i come at them of hey i know you you have major signage situations going on around the country this is who i've done signage for this is what we've done and we would love an opportunity to show you what we can do to help your company grow further mm. and then justin like
0: when you come in with with systems on the back end and uh, what I, I feel a lot of people fail to understand especially when it comes to marketing and advertising are the systems that are put in place in the background right how do you continue to connect with people how are you continuing the conversation is there text is there emails is there campaigns that are going out is that uh is that some of the stuff that you end up systematizing on the back end as well
2: uh yeah i mean there's there's always uh software available with crms to uh to manage your your relationships with your clients um but the reality is you need to text them You need to call them and you need to email them. Whether it's a campaign email, I'm not, they work, but I think personalized emails, especially to, I work a lot with major executives, right? They do not want to be bombarded with bullshit emails, Mm -mm. right? They want short, direct, to the point emails that are going to be effective to solve the problems they're facing.
0: Marshall, on the the flip side, right, like, how much of the sales stuff is, is your role and how much is it support and how are you supporting to grow that? So the sales role is completely
1: 100% Justin currently.
0: Um, so right now my role was, was
1: some seed capital um, and really focusing on some of the back end systems like uh, when it comes to uh, the accounting, um, I'm going to start systemizing uh, the, uh, some of the project management side um, and to be honest with you, uh, the biggest shift that I brought uh, Justin and working together and freed up a lot of his time was that I gave him access to the virtual assistants that I already currently employ in the Philippines. Mm. They're very educated, smart, English, very good, hardworking people. Um, and that was his first taste at leveraging virtual assistants uh, when before, you know, he was very, very like really hard working but wanted to do everything that, you know, himself. Um, but the beautiful thing is that when you leverage virtual assistants, that frees up so much of your time that you can start closing more deals to go after more leads and, you know, and getting some of your time back.
0: Dude, that's the time. that's that's really where our money's spent, right? Like we're really just buying time overall. How do I make myself more efficient? How do I make my business more scalable? And that's really what you're doing. You're buying time uh and you're you're paying for it at the same time, right? So you know today to, I'm, I'm we're in here in San Diego. If I wanted to hire somebody today, it's a minimum of 15 bucks an hour plus you got you know all your taxes that go along with that and workers comp and all these other things that bill starts to add up real quick when you're using a va all of a sudden you know i got vas too and it's like seven bucks an hour eight bucks an hour it's way more cost effective and i'm not paying employment taxes and all that stuff right because i'm just paying these 1099 contractors it's it's out of this country it's something a little bit different um what does that do for your scalability? Like what has that done for your company now for you guys' venture anyways, once you've come in with some VAs? So i I tell you what.
1: So I, I actually read the four hour work week back in like 2015, 2016. I was, I was on a flight from Raleigh to, I think LA. Um, the tarmac was iced over. It was, I was grumpy. It was early in the morning. And I, I said, you know what, fine. I'll start this book. I was able to finish it from the, From the time I finally took off to the time that I landed. Within two days later, I hired my first virtual assistant. And just from that alone, I got my entire Mondays back because Monday I was so bombarded on doing payroll every Monday. And just being able to source that out was completely life-changing. And it became like a drug. I had to just automate as much as possible. Anything that is not essential, um, you know, like in our business, which is building the signs and selling the signs, in that's that's something that I think needs to be, or any kind of business that should be as outsourced as much as possible. Not even just the Philippines, even accounting to a, an accounting firm instead of hiring your own in house people. Um, you know, because it's 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 very expensive, like you said, to hire internally. And, you, and it's not very efficient either, because to be honest with you, are you really keeping them busy a full 40 hours? Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, I hate to say it, but it's true. My uh, VAs in the Philippines. Are way nicer and easier to, to deal with <laughs> than a lot of the uh, employees in America. And just because I think cultural differences.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. They actually want to work, right? Yeah. There's a big difference. <laughs> we just we just gone through a couple months. I think it's like November, December, January, February, yeah. 4 million jobs that people leave every single month. I mean, it's a trend we don't want to work we don't want to go to an office we don't want to do stuff the gig economy is here and there's there's people around the world that actually want to do some work and i love how you said that it's like a drug it's like all of a sudden all the mundane tasks in your business are being are still being done probably better than you were doing them but they're being done by somebody else right and that's that's really the the key here so let's talk about once you have this time and you can focus on getting some more clients. I am looking for qualities beyond the physical. Who is your ideal client?
2: Uh, for Science by Veterans, our ideal client is a growing franchise, a company that is growing, that has a future of development within their company. Um, obviously, not all the time do you want to work with a company that's already got 40,000 locations across the world. A lot of times it's better to work with that company that's got 25 that's trying to get to 5,000, right? So that you get a huge sustained workflow over, you know, five to 10 years versus, you know, one or two jobs here and there with a major, major company. Um, So it's always a give and take uh, situation uh, just depending on what's going on with that specific company.
0: So it sounds like, you know, I've I've interviewed different people on the show that are in the franchise space. They're helping either create franchises for people and kind of expand out or they're starting to launch franchises and they're in there in that growth phase. So it sounds to me, if I hear you correctly, that's the kind of phase you want to get in. You want to get in early when they got a few notches, but they have that trajectory where they're going and growing. Right. Does that sound about right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I want I want a company that I can grow with and and help them grow to their goals, right? So for us, it's about development and 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 making people achieve more as a team, right? So we handle the signage and construction aspects when they don't have to worry about it. They can focus on their side of their business, not worry about their signage, and we handle it for them so that they can continue their growth trajectory. And we all grow together as a team.
0: All right. What about for uh, Elevated uh, Elevated Client? Or sorry, Elevated Ventures uh, Inc. What's the What's the ideal client for them?
1: Oh, so it depends on the subsidiary. So I think for uh, to make it easy, uh, Powered Living is our newest brand, which is uh, massage guns, very similar to the Theragun, uh, as well as uh, muscle simulator units. So I think our ideal client would be anywhere between you know late 20s as an athlete to, you know, upward towards 50, 55 with uh, any kind of chronic pain. Because uh, it is uh, it is products or there they are products that are going to help with uh, increasing muscle performance as well as uh, relieving
0: uh, small aches and pains. How do you guys stay focused? right. I mean, you you got Signs by Veterans, you got Elevated Ventures. I haven't even talked about Pirate Hunter yet. I mean, how do you stay focused and moving in a a forward direction when you have multiple ventures like that? So that's a good question. So when I was younger, I
1: was lucky enough to sit around some high level conversations um, from a family member uh, who was or is involved in commercial real estate development. And he, they were talking about the concept as a, if you own a strip mall and you're collecting rent checks from all your tenants, that it is actually smart to invest in or create partnerships with people that want to lease in your space. So they would take the biggest plot that they had for rents and they turn it into a restaurant and they would be a silent investor into that restaurant because why it guaranteed that rent check coming. So they got their rent check first. That opened up my eyes to what I call my uh, our retail partner program, to where I have multiple partners that operate all the different uh, businesses, to where they are paid off of a gross profit or net profit report at the end of the month. They don't have to deal with equity. They don't have to deal with, uh, you know, a lot of the stuff that they don't really understand, like, why is my tax return saying I made all this money, but I didn't just, but I really didn't put it in my pocket. And Because they don't understand the relationship between a PL and a balance sheet. So it, it allows them to not worry about anything else at all, but to just focus on selling and managing. Because as you know, as an entrepreneur, when you have to deal with selling, marketing, the accounting, the everything else, and you have to wear all these hats, the stress is almost crippling. And you, and it becomes that you it turns out that you can't even be that effective as you are if you're just gonna focus on you know one avenue.
0: That's why burnout happens. That's why people quit after a few years because they're like, I'm done with this. I just I need to sleep, <laughs> much less, uh, you know, move forward. All right. So uh, let's let's jump into the pirate hunter. W- what are we going to find there?
2: Uh, <laughs> you find all sorts of stuff, man. <laughs> Google's got a whole lot of stuff out there on that. Uh, basically, uh, for you, for the audience, uh, back in 2010, uh, we were attacked by some uh, by a group of pirates, and uh, I was a shooter in the situation, and uh, disabled the, the pirates, uh, killed a couple, and uh, captured six. We brought them back to the United States for prosecution, and we led to the first prosecution of pirates in 200 years.
0: Whoa, that's one hell of a story right there. You know, uh, my brother was in the Navy, and he talks about how pirate interaction was actually it's not as uncommon as you might think, but I mean, yeah, to have to like, to actually be there, be the shooter, be the person, you know, taking actual action versus he was a sailor that just happened to be on the ship. Like that's a whole different perspective. What did that do to like the way you
2: approach things in life? Um, I think um, so a little back quick, quick backstory on that. So in 2008, we had a, uh, a close encounter with some pirates and we had authorization from the White House to strike and our CEO did. And uh, not too long after that, there were 17 uh, French uh, that were basically hijacked and murdered uh, by pirates. So that really shifted my mindset on, on being being ready to execute and making sure that I can do my job when the time is needed um so i continued the the path of mastery as a gunner and and continued to master my craft and be the best gunner i could possibly be so in 2010 when that situation came up i took two shots i got two kills i disabled the skiff went out with my boarding team captured the other six that were in the water and uh you know brought them back and our medical team did uh did their uh, medical treatment to keep them alive. One of them lost a leg. Uh, all of them had third-degree burns from head down uh, from the explosions. And uh, honestly, it just taught me. Uh, it taught me the, the the importance of of training uh, because you never know when a situation is going to happen. But if you're if you're properly prepared to respond, you will respond.
0: Dude, you guys are trained and you're executing a lot of things right now if if people want to reach out to you and and work with you tell me about that sales process what's that process like oh, so look, at look at them they're all lined up ready to work with you so what's that process like
2: uh, so there's, you can you can go onto our website, signsbyveterans dot uh, We have a uh, we have a form that you can fill out and send your request on what you need signage wise. It'll come straight to the office, and the team will get a quote. And uh, depending on what we're doing and and the scope of work, there may be drawings required, uh, especially if it's engineering and architectural kind of signage. Uh, so we have to get the drawings and, and stuff like that for those jobs. If it's just standard you know, 18 by 24 inch magnets, then, you know, we obviously have a auto calculator that does that, the standard stuff, uh, custom solutions, uh, require custom process and custom pricing. Um, you know, but it's, it's a fairly simple process. Just send us a, uh, send us that quote request form. Uh, you can email com as well. And the team will respond uh, typically within 24 to 48 hours. We try to have a quote back in hand. Um, so that we can continue uh, helping as many people as we can. So
0: ultimately, if you guys could wave a magic wand and this is the way your business looks like, where are you at today and what does that business look like that you, you've already magically gotten there?
1: So I, th- I think by the end of the year, we we want to have franchising fully set up and at least one successful franchisee uh, by three to five years, I'd like to see franchisees in every state.
0: And what's, what's, what's the thing that's, uh, like, what are the obstacles in your way to get there? Like what's, what's holding you back from, you know, that timeline, if you could shrink that timeline, what are the things that are standing in your way?
1: Uh, responsible growth. And that's something that I'm really big on, uh, because some, you know, actually, this is actually a good point for a lot of people because, we all we live in a world today where everybody says, "Don't be negative, negative thoughts are bad, this, this and that." But in business, sometimes being too excited and too positive is actually just as bad or worse.
0: Hmm.
1: I've seen this a uh, plenty of entrepreneurs, and actually this happened to me when I was younger. You get so excited about an opportunity that you get blinded by it, and then you end up getting into trouble down the road. so not not every opportunity is created equal. And it really takes taking like to really step back and analyze it and understand uh, how you're going to accomplish that, especially in the sign business where the sales process is long. The installation process is long, especially if permits are involved. And then you have most of, uh, most of um, excuse me, the, the accounting process on the, the back end. there's usually terms when it comes to the sales. So from the time that the sale or a sale is made, you're going to have to pay your salesperson something, right?
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: then you're always going to get paid a little bit later. So there's there's always going to be a long cycle when it comes to cash flow, and it's going to take a lot of responsible growth because if we just pour gasoline on the fire, we're going to have a ton of jobs that get built, or that need to get built fast, and we're not going to have the capital to float it.
0: Yeah. That's that's a different way of looking. I mean, understanding your sales cycle is huge. I mean, you have to know from the point of customer signs to when that money is going to be in your account, whatever's going to happen in between. You, that's that's a lot to balance out. So, uh, um, so you're testing out different clients and seeing what timeframes are, what obstacles you come into, and what timeframes are for those. Uh, I mean, that that's. That's a headache in and of itself. So yeah, man, you, you guys, uh, you guys got some obstacles to, to overcome there. But you know, the cool thing is, I mean, you, uh, you, Marshall, you were already talking about this earlier. Once you get into a phase where you understand that and that systems put into place, um, you start to become more of a of an investor than a business owner because now you're all of a sudden, you know, when you talked about the restaurants coming into play, um, you're generating revenue when it's other people doing some of this work, right? That's what the power of the systems are for your business. Is that, that, that sound about right? No,
1: absolutely. And my philosophy is I would rather own you know, 20% of a $3 million income company than 100% of $80,000 company. Yeah, And that's where a lot of people get the mentality shifts. They get like their ego holds on to this idea of partnerships. And, and I laugh about it because they'll get hung up on percentages if they're negotiating with a p- potential business partner. Well, I think 50% is fair. I think it's 40% is fair. The funny thing is that they're arguing over nothing because the company's worth zero at that moment.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? So it's all, it's all in your head and your ego. But if you – like I've, I've built my success off of giving up profits, percentages to the people that are really putting in the work and are deserving of it and just spreading that out and, 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 and knowing that I can make it up through scale.
0: And that also says character of the people that you're working with, right? Because I can be Excel rich like crazy, right? I mean, that's the beautiful thing about Excel. Ooh, let's put this formula together. Oh, if I sell X amount, then I'm going to make X amount of dollars. Look at that. It's going to be awesome, amazing. Oh, what do you mean you want to split that 50-50 with me? It's more like 60-40. Here's all the work. You never even get around to actually doing the work. You just sit around fantasizing and arguing about this fantasy world that you're living in you guys have already uh worked it together you've already had a plan. you're putting things into action you're systematizing your process uh so one more time if people want to work with you
2: to my friend.
0: how did they get a hold of you
1: so for me the best way is going to be uh reaching out to me on instagram it's at marshall Taren. um if you slide in my dms i'll probably respond um especially if uh you're looking for any kind of business advice. Um, you can also visit uh, elevatedventuresinc.com if you want to learn more about uh, some of the subsidiaries uh, that I have in the company. Um, and then uh, for the sign company, signsbyveterans.com is going to be the best way um, to learn about that. And then uh, Justin.
2: Yeah, then uh, you can hit me up at uh, Justin Myers, Pirate Hunter on Instagram. Uh, I try to respond to as many as I possibly can. Um, yeah, or you can visit thepiratehunter.com if you're looking for, uh, speaking and consulting and gigs.
0: That's it. All right, ladies and gents, I got one more that I always love to do. Let's see if I can do this one today.
2: I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse.
0: Look, ladies and gents, I don't know about you guys, but if you needed a sign, today's episode is just that. Literally they're helping you put signs up in your business. So if you're the type of company who's ready to take your business to the next level, you got a couple locations, you're ready to get yourself to that next spot, I suggest you reach out to these two gentlemen right here. First one is Marshall, the other one's Justin, They're going to be able to help you take your business to the next level. Just reach out to them. Go to, and they got a bunch of websites that you can go to, but you can go to signsbyveterans.com. So you can talk specifically about the signage that you need, or you can go to a bunch of their other websites. One of my favorites is The Pirate Hunter. Why? Because it's so easy to remember. Thepiratehunter.com. Dude. I'm just saying Justin's got some great stories about what's been going on. You can learn about what it takes to be tactical. You can learn what it takes to be dedicated. You can learn about systems with Marshall and get your business in a position where you can take it to the next level. And they're going to put that sign on top of your building because without the sign, nobody knows what the hell you do. So make sure you guys check it out, signsbyveterans.com. What do you guys think of the show? I mean, uh, you've done some some other stuff. I'm sure you've done podcasts in the past. We're huge on video testimonials. So I'd love to know what your experience was like on the show.
2: I I thought, I thought, thought it was amazing, man. I love your energy. Uh, I love the questions. Um, you ask really good questions uh, to your guests to extract value to your audience. And I really like that. Thank you very
0: much. What do you think,
1: Marshall? To be honest with you, man, I think you're uh, probably one of the most entertaining uh, hosts that I've I've ever had. So uh, kudos to you, man. This has been great. I really appreciate appreciate it. it.
0: By the way, you guys didn't see this, but they're at Dr. Rob Garcia's house. And for those of you who are in San Diego, if you ever want to do any networking or you ever want to do anything when it comes to business, I, I urge you to go check out Dr. Rob's stuff. Uh, and and at least hit him up on Facebook. He's always doing some amazing things. He's always meeting some amazing people. And that network that you do, I mean, I'm going to bring them back on the screen. This little area that they're at, there's a lot of cool networking events that happen there. You meet some amazing people. You get to shake hands. I don't know about Kiss Babies, but definitely shake hands uh, and and meet some amazing people just like yourself. So thank you guys for coming on the show. Thank you, Rob, for making the introduction. Uh, And and I want to make sure I ask you guys is there anything that I didn't ask or something that you did want to explain before we head out? Final thoughts.
2: Yeah. Like, nah, I mean, you, you, covered, covered, yeah, you covered, covered a vast majority of, of basic business principles for sure.
0: Sweet. All right. Well, gentlemen, thank you again for being on the show. Ladies and gents, we'll catch you guys again manana. Peace. And we're out.